Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bow Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. It's really, really not that good. It is time for another rendiverous episode of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We are right here at the renovated 1600 Buckslayer Place. We're in the Buckatorium, Sherrard, Illinois, zip code, never gonna, never gonna remember. Was it 6217? It doesn't matter. I'm Steve. That is what matters. And what else matters is Kurt's here. As always. Eric. Good morning. And Doug the Pug. Doug. Schmidt, what's up, buddy? Nothing. Good to be back. Thanks nice for coming here. back. It's a nice place. Why, why did Why did you Looks bring nice him along? Thank you. I this don't... is the first podcast recorded in the Bucketorium 2.0. Mm-hmm. This is uh, we full blown renovated the place. It was uh, it's for well, a number of reasons, but it was well, well overdue. Overdue for well sure. Overdue. It's uh, it's come a long way since the very first episode. It puts out like uh, a Netflix and chill vibe. You know what I mean? Which yeah, is weird, kinda. right? Yeah, which yeah. is weird because there's yeah. four dudes in here. But you know. <laughs> fine it's fine <laughs> whatever whatever lights your fire there kurt 
But, uh, yeah, man, it feels really good in here. We've got the lights dimmed down low. We've got the mood light on. Okay, yeah. You're not helping I, your I, case. I, I, I get where you're going with that now. It totally feels like a Netflix and chill studio. Damn it, now we have to redo the studio. <laughs> Call Ross Bigger. Now, Ross Bigger came over from uh, Respect the Game and 164 Outdoors, and uh, we basically, he added outlets in all over and new lighting, and we put up our, I don't know what to call that light that we have with our logo, but it's amazing. It's dimming out every color that you can imagine right now, and uh, it's mesmerizing. Check it feels good in here, man. It feels like a real studio. It does. Oh, and it the, does. we actually got air conditioning back blowing in here again. So Thanks to you, Steve. Anyway, that's what's new with our studio. Just to put that out there, we'll post some pictures here um, so everyone can see and, and get the vibe of, of where we're recording, if you care. Um, check out workingclassbowhunter.com. The store is up. Got a lot of things going on there. If you give us a rating on iTunes and send us a screenshot of your rating, we'll mail you out some of our new die cut everything stickers, as I'm calling them now. Um, so check that out. Thanks for the support, and uh, we'll get right into the things we need to cover. Let's start with the vet shout out first. Let's, Let's switch it up. Yeah. All right. I like that. This episode. Thank you. The shout out this week. Our vet shout out. Oh, let me pull them up here. Veteran shout out. Veteran shout out. Yeah, now we're not we're not shouting out vets or vet techs. So stop sending us that. Shout out to what you do too. You know, saving animals all over the place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Our shout out is going to be Joey. Uh, Joey Hall. He's uh, he's over at Support Up Veteran Ventures. Uh, he's a nonprofit. It's a nonprofit organization that takes vets on hunting trips. Um, check him out. He's on Instagram. I'll pull his Instagram up for you right now. You're going to look up the Instagram handle. is S-U-V-E-T-E-R-A-N-V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S. So it's kind of hard to look for it. Just search for it, but you'll find it there. Um, they look like they're doing, they're doing some great stuff for vets, taking them hunting. You know, that's been pretty big recently. Our good buddies over at uh, Heroes Hunting have been doing similar things, but... Um, Hey, man, the more you guys can support vets, the better. Joey, thank you for your service, um, and then thank you for everything that you do for veterans as well. So we really appreciate that. Thanks, everyone, for your service. Uh, if you have a veteran shout-out, go ahead and send that over to us. We will get them as the weeks go on. And uh, thanks to everyone for your your, uh, your service and everyone for listening to the show and mm-hmm. your support. This episode, or all episodes, are brought to you by Scent Crusher. Uh, we have the room clean going here in the studio. We got all this glue and smells of rotten wood and all sorts of rich mahogany and expensive cigars (laughs) so (laughs) we we run the scent crusher and it gets rid of all that the the room clean um it's awesome running up to a 30 minute cycle uh from that the ozone go the gear bag absolutely love that stuff um check it out you won't regret it uh hha sports single pin nation leader in single pin sites now a multi-pin and the Virtus Dropaway Rest. Um, awesome stuff. Made in America. Wisconsin proud. America. As everything is from Wisconsin. They're just proud to be from Wisconsin, which is awesome. Yeah. And a lifetime warranty. So what else are you going to ask for in a product? American made, Wisconsin made. Uh, some of you might want only Minnesota made or only Iowa made, but this is the best you're going to get. <laughs> I'll take it. That's right. I'll take it. Um, Elite Archery. A lot of good things to say about Elite. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely in love with Elite's bows. Their new bow that just came out, the Enlist, um, which 
I haven't shot it yet, but it looks awesome. I know it's going to have that same elite feel, and it's. I know it's at a price point that yeah, everyone that, can afford. The yeah. economy, bow. I watched a couple <clears throat> videos on it. Um, you know, a couple guys got the got their hands on them, and they're out right now. You can go ahead and get them for. Uh, you know, if you had that sticker shock of oh man, the new elite bows are a little out of my my price range. Well, guess what? This one's going to be the Larry bow that McCoy you're buy. just had it in Africa, mm-hmm. smoked and smoking critters. I think he shot a kudu. All those animals that we don't know what they're called, he killed with that bow. <laughs> yeah, I, that's got to be awesome. Just shooting something you don't know what it is. But hey, um, yeah, that check out the Elite Archery and list. Go to your local pro shop. Tell them what you want to shoot that. And uh, if you shoot it and you have uh, have good luck or whatever, let email us. Let us know. Just go to our website, workingclassbowhunter.com. Send us a review or Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Any of that. Let all us know the, what you guys thought. All things that are good. Um, Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Processing, right there in yes. lovely Viola, Illinois. I was uh, I got one more meatloaf left, and I was actually going to save that for uh, for the opening day hunt camp or like the That's night cool. before. That's a good idea. So that's a good idea. It's just a, just one little holdover, and I'm I'm ready to do that. Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Processing. Check them out online, or when you kill your deer this year, you're in eastern uh, eastern Illinois, western Iowa. Wrong. Other way around there. What I say? Oh, Western Jeez. Illinois, Eastern Iowa. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Just Google Viola, Illinois. You'll know where it is. Thanks to all our sponsors and everyone for tuning in. This week on the show, we have the legend, Philip Vanderpool. Oh, P. Mm. Vitti himself. Yes. I, I didn't know that his the people called him P. Vitti until we recorded either, this episode. Awesome. That's that, hilarious. Oh yes. yeah, yes. everybody like, and, and when people are like talking to you, like uh, you know, we've we've been able to talk to some people who are working with them, like Josh McDaniel. It, they'll always reference him as PV. That's hilarious. Have you not picked that up? I've I've noticed that. Yeah, but it's yeah, uh, it's, it's funnier. <laughs> Philip's such a good guy, man. Um, he's a riot. We we recorded with him at the Iowa Deer Classic this past year, and uh, him and and Clint and Brandon all recorded with us all in our podcast room. We had. And uh, Phillip's just an absolute legend, one of the best guys in the industry. Um, he's a role model for anyone, in, in our opinion, and a damn good time. He gave Steve, what What? What was the nickname? The round boy with the square deals. That is, <laughs> that needs to be a tattoo. It should. You need to get that tattooed on your neck. You should. Yeah, it should. On your neck? Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah, why not? Philip <laughs> Vanderpool hey. gave that to you. You have to. And then his signature. Yeah, there's a P. Vitty. <laughs> no, you should have branded. Yeah, branded dude. Brand. Yeah, when I'm mm-hmm. only able to get a job at Hardee's working on the drive-thru in the morning, people are going to be like, what the hell does that neck tattoo say? I'm like, I got a story to tell you. And they're like, dude, just give me my biscuits and gravy. I got to go. I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, let's uh, let's get right into <laughs> Philip because I, I don't want to bury myself anymore. Yes. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Hope you enjoy. All right, as promised, we weren't lying to you here. We've got the man himself, the legend, PV, OP Vitty, ladies and gentlemen, the legend himself, Philip Vanderpool. Well, what's going on, guys? I tell you <laughs> what, I don't know about a legend, only in my own mind, I think. But uh, <laughs> hey, uh, how y'all doing? Oh, man, hey, you know, we're uh, we're hanging in there, rolling with the punches, and as you said, uh, going with the flow. So, you know, living life. Oh, uh, yeah. Y'all hanging in there like a hair on a honey jar. <laughs> <laughs> a hair on a honey jar. Hair. That's well, awesome. That's a awesome. hair in a biscuit. Yep. Hair on yep. a lollipop. <laughs> that is hilarious. I think when we recorded with you the last podcast, we were at the Iowa Deer Classic, and you called Steve the round boy with the square deals. 
<laughs> and that has stuck ever since. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you, um, you guys, we had a blast up there. I tell you, it, I know it's short and sweet, but we had a great time at the Iowa Deer Classic. My goodness. That's, that's a fun time, and you get to meet a lot of great people and see a lot of giant bucks. Oh, yeah. The Iowa Classic is awesome. And I just heard that they're no longer doing the Illinois Classic uh, because of, like, low attendance and bad economy, I guess is what they said. But everyone goes to Iowa anyway because that's kind of where all the fun is. Well, I'll tell you, I, I hate missing that Iowa Deer Classic because it's just, you know, that's that's where you catch up on it, all the all the past hunts and you get to see your old buddies and stuff and intermingle and just shoot the breeze, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's a good time. And it's funny, like every year that goes by, you meet more and more people and make more and more friends. It's just, just a good deal all around. Sure. You bet. Well, I tell you, got a big fall plan. Uh, of course, as y'all know, you know, we've had some, uh, this, this year is coming up. Just real quick, because I've been running COVID trail cameras in Kansas, North Missouri, Iowa, um, Illinois, Arkansas, and um, let me think. I'm, I'm sure I'm missing somewhere. Good but Lord. But I've got a lot of trail cameras <laughs> running, and, th- and I'm just telling you, this year is sizing up. In my opinion, I have the most big deer that I've ever had on trail camera, and it's in all states. It doesn't seem to matter. The horn growth has been unbelievable this year, and I think it's a lot due with a lot of that rain and stuff that we had early because uh, the coverts have been running, and they're telling the stories. And uh, I'll tell you another thing is is uh, is just it's, it's going to be fantastic for everybody, I believe. If we get the weather, it's going to be incredible archery season this fall. Yeah. You know, it sounds like, man, you know, Illinois, Arkansas, Kansas, Missouri, like – in order for you to just check your trail cameras, you got to rack up like so many airline miles. You know, I mean, that's, it's just hey, all over I, the place. I know, and and I may end up trying to do a late season hunt, possibly in Ohio. Uh, that was in the works, um, and I know that you know. Obviously, you guys know my my dear buddy and dear friend tj unger you know who mm-hmm. runs our marketing media side of things and and uh you know this just happened a couple of weeks ago and and i tell you it's kind of changed my way of thinking you know because you really get to depending on people and uh i had just left up there left his place and obviously you all know that he was in a terrible terrible car accident mm-hmm. and it's just it's I'm having to step up the pace, you know, obviously, uh, to try to fill in the shoes, but some of my pro staff, the Virtue pro staff, have really stepped up uh, and going to try to fill some awful big shoes there. But, you know, my thoughts and prayers going into this season, just so you guys know, the the 2017 fall Virtue season is going to be dedicated and a tribute to my dear dear friend tj unger yeah and yeah, he's definitely. guys he, he's still alive i just want to throw that out there i mean it it's he's he's fighting he's gonna be back at the 2018 season it kind of sounded a little doomy and gloomy there philip for a minute <laughs> but it, it's not a good situation it's not by a any good means. it's not a good situation but he's a he's a fighter and i um i know all of us uh we all uh, all of our arrows you know when we're in that tree stand 
I wrote on my fletchings, and we're all doing it, TJ on on all my fletchings. So you know, I'll be thinking about him every time I'm in the season to, or in the in the stand too this season. Well, and, and I'm you know, of course, we were so close, and I had just left up there and stuff. Um, was we spent a week? Well, actually, we spent three or four days together down at Big Time Plant. They just became a a, a sponsor partner of ours, which this is why I'm getting pictures in most of these states that I can actually take inventory and and put some some big time 30-06 out. I'm telling you, it's unbelievable product. I, I, I've never used a product that I've had deer come to like they have. And big deer in, in the daylight, daylight pictures of giants. And uh, right. But anyway, that's, that's what TJ and I were doing. And then obviously I came on back down south and uh, can all this, you know, happen, but you're right. Uh, and, and the whole 2017 fall is just going to go out to him because he, he's got a long way to go. But I'm going to tell you, like y'all said, he's a fighter and we love him with uh, dearly. And, and, uh, hey, we're going to be there for him any way we can. And I just want everybody to know that, you know, that's what the virtue was formed about in the, you know, about in the first place and he's going to come back as a fighter and he's going to inspire a lot of people with his story and uh that's that's something that you know is really dear to my heart going into this fall and i just wanted you guys to know that that that's why the virtue was formed is is you know we we try to inspire others and um so i'm just i'm just you know like today i'm out here i'm trying to trim some last minute tree stand setups here and uh i had to climb a tree and of course i keep thinking i'm 27 instead of 57 <laughs> and i I've, I've jacked something up in my rotator cup i don't know what's i'm hoping i'm going to be able to draw that old elite and let it eat this fall because boy i'll tell you if not i've got a backup plan where i can use it and that's the old camex crossbow Every Man. time that I feel shoulder pain of any sort, Philip, I start to panic. So I can imagine how you feel right <laughs> now, man. Especially being so close to season, or you know, right getting right into the first section of season here is uh, definitely a scary, a scary pain going on in the shoulder. Well, I was I was getting ready to head out tomorrow. I'm going to head to Colorado elk hunting, and uh, and at, at the same place out there where you know TJ hunted, mm. I brought him out there last fall. Uh, to hunt and then see we met there back in the summer when liz and tj were on vacation mm-hmm. and uh, i met them out there and we done some scouting and just had a great time while we're out there and and we were all just you know that preparation trying to get ready and and both mentally and physically and anyhow we we met up there and had a great time while while we they were there but that's where i was getting ready to head tomorrow actually but I may have to delay it a day or two. I'll just tell you, I, I've, I've jacked something up bad in this left left shoulder. And I, I think it's to do with my rotator cuff because uh, I can't even hardly lift my arm. And, and uh, it's it's not Oof. a lot of pain, I'll just tell you that. Dang, not good, not good. Well, hopefully it just it phases out and you're good. You know what I mean? It just rolls on by and everything's fine. Well, and that, and you know, that's, that's, I just, I got to give it to the good Lord and, and say a prayer about it, you know, and put it in his hands. And I, it's, it's, it is what it is. I do know this. And, you know, we, we strive to be the best that we can be. And I love the outdoors, whether it be in front of the camera, behind the camera, 
anything outdoors that I can do. And it's not always to me about the kill anyway anymore. I think a lot of that does. As you get older, if that makes sense, you know, you, I just, I love the hunt camp. I love the environment. I love running my trail cameras. I love the preparation, getting ready. It, it, to me, the hype, you know, it's kind of like just going into that ball game, you know, just the hype, you know, the adrenaline rush, feeling everything. And then I've, I've done so much scouting this, this year by putting the trail cameras out, going to different states that I'm going to be hunting and trying to get a grip on what's there hanging stands you know i just got hooked up with muddy and with chris duncan and those guys there at muddy and and they come on as a sponsor partner and they're i'll tell you they make awesome products from the tree arms and tree bases to their blinds the muddy blinds and then their ground blinds the tree tree stands everything they've got and i've just hung a set uh hung my first set in north missouri after i i met with chris up there in iowa and uh, so that's kind of where we're getting started. And, and I'm really excited because I feel like this fall is going to be unlike any other. It could absolutely potentially be one of the best tail seasons ever. I hope so, man. There's been a lot of big deer. I've, I've had my buddies text me pictures of some absolute slammers, just some monster whitetails. And guys out west with some big elk, uh, public land elk, muleys, and whitetail. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up, Philip, is you know you got these cameras in all these different states. Are you utilizing cell cameras to your advantage? I, I have got. I just got some of the new coverts, and uh, I've got to get them turned on. They just uh, covert just come up with a new. Uh, you know they work with AT and T and obviously Verizon, and they've come up with a new plan. So I'm trying to get that all lined out before I hit the road. But what I think I'm going to do with a lot of my cell cameras. When I'm at a place, and you know how this is, guys, you're sitting here in a stand over here, but you, you have another great place over here, and you got that trail camera out. What better way to put a cell camera over there where it's popping those pictures? And when you see old Sad Daddy coming in there, <laughs> then you know, hey, then then you, you can make a, a game plan and get right on him because that's what I love about these cell cameras. And, and covert, I'll just tell you, they got an awesome cell camera. And you put those out, and when it comes right to your phone, there's a lot of guys will see a big deer, you know, say it, say that morning or whatever he's traveling through. Well, that gives them, hey, he's there. Let's get back in there and get set up. And I can't tell you how many stories I've had guys telling me that they go back in there and shoot that buck later that afternoon or the next morning whichever the case may be mm-hmm. but they, the whole key man is is the timing and uh when you can be there and you have that luxury man that that can be a big plus definitely i'm utilizing two socams this year and kind of getting used to how they work and i didn't go covert um i would i didn't know what where i wanted to go to try them out and uh Obviously, I'm interested in every brand that's got a cell camera because, you know, that's a big thing now is what kind of cameras do you run and what works the best? And now it's transforming into, well, who has the best cell service? You know, it's almost like mm-hmm. the camera's good. You know, they're all getting pretty good. But who has the best the best cell service and the best platform? So it's uh, I'm kind of in the experimental stage with the cell cams as well. So Exactly. Um, exactly. And but, I think Covert's on the right track. I know. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, I've got Verizon for my phone, but uh, a couple of my buddies have 
you know, when my camera guys are running with me, some of them have AT and T. It seems like it's one or the other for the for the most part. Man, you better and start paying them people, dudes better. <laughs> I say you better What's start that? paying those dudes better. <laughs> no, I just, I, I just, uh, I think that uh, you know, obviously, it is to do with uh, with uh, the signal strength, but that's that's another reason I went with the Cobra because they have that uh, antenna booster that you can hook up to the camera, and then also you know a solar panel that that you can take rechargeable batteries, and it'll keep those rechargeable batteries charged up on on that uh, cell camera. So that's kind of you know. I've had such good luck with Covert, and we finally, I've used them for years, and we finally partnered up with them big time. I've used them in the last three years pretty much exclusively, but uh, this this year, Kimber and, and, and stuff, we we have a great relationship, and they have been really good to us. I mean, and I don't have any trouble with them. I'm a kind of guy, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, so, and I don't have any trouble with them. They always produce yeah that's results enough um you know while we're on the topic of uh of, of trail camera pictures actually and this is a video i want you to tell us about this this absolute slob that you got on his name's obsession or you named him tell us about that book and tell us exactly where he is so we can hang a stand on that property too <laughs> hey you know <laughs> that's another thing i like i like running those little short video clips uh and uh, I mean, obviously, I've I've managed to get two absolute giants on here this year that that I caught uh, on on video, basically. And uh, one of them, I can tell you, was in Iowa. I kind of hate to tell where the other one is, just because I've got some other guys that when I posted that, they sent me some uh, they sent me some uh, trail camera pictures of him from last fall. And uh, you know, I. I don't know how much I'm going to get to hunt these deer. That's the thing. You have to have time when you're hunting an absolute giant. But that eight point um, is probably the biggest framed eight point that I've ever seen. And I've got two eight points on my wall. One is a 158 and the other one's a 161 wow. eight points. And uh, this guy definitely has a bigger frame. I don't know what he's going to score, but he's definitely got a bigger frame. And I was fortunate enough to find his left shed the other day when I was trying to figure out how I was going to pattern him. And uh, I've got trail cameras out there, but, guys, I have not got him back since. He he is a roamer. The, the guy that sent me the trail camera picture, that's probably at least two miles. And let me just say there's a lot of timber in between. Uh, in those two miles, so I don't know where this buck's going to end up. I think he's only a four and a half year old deer this year, at least according to the mass of the deer and the size of the body. I, you know, I've looked him over and I don't think he's but four and a half, but he may be five, but I don't think he's he's not any older than that because they just don't get that kind of age where he's at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's probably just trying to show off. He he probably knows exactly where every trail camera is. And he just wants to walk in front of him and he goes into a super secret cave <laughs> layer where he just hibernates all year and then pops out, drops a shed. Yeah, these deer are getting smarter, man. I don't know if it's something in the water or what. Cell cameras are making them smarter. <laughs> I you know it is what it is. I just going to I don't know how much time I'm going to be able to hunt him, but uh Anyhow, he's a great buck, and I'm just—I feel blessed just to be able to to have got him on 
on camera and it was a very lucky situation that i did because i mean i just put it on a couple trails there wasn't anything out where he was at um and i put it on a couple trail where, where they actually actually forked two trails kind of forked and it's a middle middle of a huge huge timber patch and uh by golly i got them on there and uh actually there's uh he's running with nine or ten other bucks and uh none of them are close to him in size there's three or four that's you know in that 130 class probably 135 maybe but uh just great bucks don't get me wrong for for where he's at but nothing like him yeah i mean he's got his he's he's the dominant buck he's got his little cronies running around with him but uh Speaking of like you know what other what other kind of hunts are you uh, are you anticipating you know you, you mentioned the elk hunt um, you got any yep. other hunts coming up this fall or are you just exclusively going to go after uh, whitetails? Well, I'll tell you what, uh, it, it's I'm glad you mentioned that. Actually, uh, I probably start out the game plan was to start out in Colorado and uh, and then. Uh, head on up to Montana to Powder River Outfitters up mm-hmm. there with where I've been whitetail hunting with those guys on the Powder River for the last, well, this will be seven years in a row when I'm six for six on my, on my whitetail. And I'm going to be joined that you guys know Larry Mack, old Big Mac, Larry McCoy from <laughs> old. this group. Oh, yeah. He, uh, he tagged along with me last year, him and old Sasquatch, old Clint Swock. He's going to be there in camp. And uh, we're going to make another fun hunt camp out of that, I think. But the good thing is uh, uh, right now it looks like tentatively that uh, Larry and I have a antelope, a deer tag, which is good for either or mule deer or whitetail, and an elk tag. So we're hoping everything's going to work out where we can, uh, you know, obviously get to share that hunt camp again because we have so much fun. I'll tell you what, that's what I love about, you know, the outdoors like that meeting new people mm-hmm. hanging in the hunt camp and then sharing it with guys like larry and clint and and ryan ha- uh, hauser who films with those guys and stuff there it's going to be a fun time you Philip, know, i gotta ask you yeah in hunting camp who's going to kill the bigger critters you or larry <laughs> the big dog of in course camp, who's going to what now who's going to kill the bigger critters you or larry well, I'm going to tell you about old Larry. Larry gets aggravated at me because a lot of times I may let something walk and he's saying, Hey, dude, we're just here for a short time, buddy. We need, yeah, we need to, we need to get a good kill, you know, and he's right. I get that. <laughs> I just, a lot of times I, I just, I, I get in that zone and, and it's all about the hunt for me anyway and what I get out of it. It don't have to be the biggest deer anymore. I've been blessed to shoot a lot of, a lot of big deer, as y'all know, but, it, it's not about that so much for me anymore, but I don't know who's going to shoot the biggest, but I'll tell you what, it, it'll be a little competition. You know how that is. Anytime <laughs> yeah. you you know, it's going to be that competition factor. But at the end of the day, I'm going to be proud of whoever does what, because that's, I mean, I'm going to be happy whenever they make a great shot and they get a good buck and they're happy with it. Dude, hey, they, I, I can promise you there's no ego here, buddy. I'm happy for them. But will Larry McCoy be wearing a vest when he kills any critter up in camp? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, that dude, I'll tell you what. Now, Larry's a killer. He, he's uh, bitter done. Larry's awesome, man. That. Yeah, he, he just got back from that trip over there in Africa. And 
man, I tell you what, now them boys had had quite a quite a hunt over there. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, I've never been one to really want to go to Africa and hunt, mm-hmm. but I will say I would love, I think, to go over there and video it and just, you know, enjoy that part of it. I think taking photos and just just making the trip more than just just a hunt, if you will. I, I think I would enjoy that part of it, just the scenic part right. and, and, and just taking it all in. And why do you think I may go over there with them sometimes just to, to run video camera and, mm-hmm. and hang out with them just to, just to be a part of that because I think it'd be a lot of fun. It'd be something new. Phil, why did why do you think that it's not something that you'd want to be the one hunting? Is it just hunting those animals doesn't intrigue you as much because maybe you didn't grow up around them, or what do you think's the main reason for that? Well, I, you know, I don't know. I just. Uh, it's not it's not at the top of my bucket list it's mm-hmm. not like you know if you want to know what's at the top of my bucket list it's a big old yukon moose i probably won't <laughs> ever be able to afford to the to, saddest to of do. all daddies you know that's 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 at the top of my bucket list and yeah. you know hopefully one of these days i'll at least get to go hunt moose um and of course a big giant bull elk you know with that elite is another you know i've been blessed to shoot uh, several elk but never that n- never over a 340 a 340 bull which is a great bull mm-hmm. but i've never got past that um i have been blessed enough though when i followed wayne carlton around all those years uh uh wayne carlton uh shooting a 406 by six wow. bull in new mexico and and several big bulls but so you know that's that's to me i get as much enjoyment behind the lens of the camera as i do in front of the lens honestly when it's a good hunt mm-hmm. i just I, I feel like i'm uh, the old saying goes i feel like i'm shooting with the lens of the camera i'm just not having to put that tag on it right that's a cool <laughs> way to look at it too and uh one thing i wanted to discuss a little bit about is uh you know you said how sometimes you'll you'll pass things when you guys are on a certain hunt and larry will kind of give you heck for it um and you said you know you're there for the experience which is uh, you know which is awesome um, but I feel like a lot of people are like, well, we're here to make a show and is that tough for you? Or do you just say whatever our show has, like, we're going to show what we, what I passed and all well, that. And that's what you make the show out of, or, or where do you go with that? I, I, you know, I'm the, I know a lot of guys say, well, you know, don't, don't pass on the first day, which you, you know, one of those situations, mm-hmm. if, if a shooter comes in, shoot it. I, I'm a little different on that. I, I, I just, it depends on my mood and what I get out of that hunt anymore is for me on a personal level. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. We, we do, we do have to do a show and stuff like that. And a lot of times I, I can't tell you how many times I've went down to the wire. I mean, I'm the guy known to go down to the last day to the last 30 minutes of the hunt and and get it done i've been so blessed doing that over the years this kind of it's probably spoiled me uh i realized that what happens to me it, you have to be careful when you're when you're planning your hunts um you sure you you got to put enough time into a hunt to to get a great story but like with larry and say clint and i all hunting in the same hunt camp Okay, so I don't kill. I'm still going to have footage, encounters, and things there that we can always tie in for a good hunt. 
Um, and, and to me, a great encounter. I'm just telling you from my part. The most memories that I've had probably is the big bull or the big buck that got away that I didn't get a shot. You know what I'm saying? Right, it, right. It, it leaves a lasting memory. But I'm all about telling the story with the camera. It's all about the story for me. Um, even back when I produced for the Hunter Specialties all those years, I tried my best even when I took guys in and I was filming whoever the, the pro staff was, the national pro staff. A lot of times we wouldn't get into a storyline until we actually got into the hunt. And you have to figure out a storyline, and sometimes you don't do that until the end of the hunt. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I just, now I, I, I'm just, I, I want to be a hundred percent sure for the most part when I shoot at an animal, I want to be a hundred percent sure I feel confident that I can make that shot. Can I shoot out there 70, 80 yards? You betcha. But you won't never see me shoot at a whitetail 80 yards. I'm just telling you. I've been there too many times behind the camera over the years and in front of the camera. You, that, that animal will, if he he makes one step or he turns wrong, it changes the shot angle, and mm -hmm. there you go. You're wounding an animal. I, I'm I think that's why I've been so blessed because if I if I can keep my shots forty yards and in for the most part, I have a lot of confidence in that. Depending on the the deer's body language, that most of the time when I release an arrow, it's going down. I very seldom ever lose a deer. Very very seldom. It's it's. Uh, and, and, and I think it's just because I try to make sure and take the time. And a lot of times, if you have patience, you're going to get a better shot. Now, you may not get a shot, but at least you know he's still there to hunt. If you make a bad shot, hey, you're never going to have that opportunity again. Mm -hmm. That's true, and that's ethics that's at its highest. Um, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, it's an animal... I'm going to tell you how I look at this. That animal, I try to give them all the respect there is that I can give them because they're giving their life on video for us. And uh, that means a lot to me. I'm taking that animal's life. So I'm going to do everything that I possibly can that's humane. And if it's legal, I'm going to tell you right now. These guys arguing about feeding, baiting, or whatever they do, putting a quarter-acre food plot in, uh, water holes. Hey, it's all, listen, if it's legal, it's okay. Guys, there ain't no use us fighting about it. Mm -hmm. the, the numbers are going down all the time. So that's the way I look at it. It's what you get out of that hunt as the hunter. And that's, that's, that's all I got to say about that. I'm not trying to stir up, stir up an argument here, whether you should feed or not feed now, or, right. or you should hunt over a, uh, uh, a corn stock that's been knocked over you know that makes it legal because it's standing corn now you knock it over and and your ears are laying all over the ground yeah and uh, <laughs> so what i'm saying i'm just saying guys let's not bicker about it if it's legal and they in that state why why fuss about it right and, exactly. I, and i'm gonna tell you right now if it's a state that I, it's legal for me and i've gotten older as i've gotten older if I enjoy and I want to put a bag of big time out or whatever there and it's legal, dude, I, don't think for a minute I'm not going to shoot a big buck over it. First of all, you very seldom see a giant buck on feed anywhere, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, that's true. You know, but at the same time, I'm just, I'm just merely pointing things out that 
that I just wish we wouldn't bicker about it. You guys know my big thing is decoying. I just got in from Dave Smith. I just got my Dave Smith DSD. Those are awesome. I just got him washed down with lethal. I took my lethal soap and I'm scrubbing him. I actually done a done a tip on that. That's my thing is decoying whitetails. It always has been. It mm-hmm. just adds another another adrenaline rush to me. And uh, I, over the years, I can't tell you how many bucks I've shot on decoys. But I just, it, it may not be the biggest buck in, in the area, but if he comes with an attitude and and it trips my trigger and makes this old boy's heart <laughs> skip a beat, I'm going to take him out. I mean, that's just, that's something that I really enjoy. It just adds another level of adrenaline rush for me. That's what it's all about, man. Well, and... You know, I, I mean, you've got uh, you've got all this working together, and you know, you talk about that adrenaline rush. But you know, to make all this work, I mean, you know, we've talked a little bit about it uh, about it. The Virtue Crew, I mean, those guys are absolutely dynamite. You know, and we've started seeing like how the fingers have gone off. You know, to like who's involved with who and who's buddies with who. I mean, that's a fantastic crew. How did you end up getting all these these great people together? I mean, I how did how did the, all this work? You know. Well, I tell you, you know, I have so many people approach me all the time wanting to be a part of the virtue and stuff. And and I, I want to say that I've been blessed that the people that we have as a virtue crew, there's no eyes in team, and that's what we are. We are a team. We got each other's back. We're happy for each other. We promote each other, and that's what it's all about. I just just finished up just to give you an example y'all know josh and christian uh christian mcdaniel oh yeah that, uh, of course of course you know, josh just done a great blog with y'all there you know a, a podcast and uh yep you know i stopped up there you know christian's story of curly that buck that big 210 inch buck that she shot on video yep we've um, recorded a podcast with her but it's not released yet at the, at the time we recorded this episode <laughs> yeah. so she's awesome well, I just want to say that that story has never really been told on video. So when I was up there with TJ and we were at Big Time there and stuff, uh, I had a seminar to do down there at uh, Honey Creek at, at a really nice facility there for the archery shop and, and um, just a great outdoor shop for guns or whatever you want to do for the sportsman. But anyhow, I've done a seminar. TJ, I actually got him up on stage with me to, to help do the seminar. But after the seminar, I got with Josh and Kristen. I went down and spent the night with them, and I shot the story. I told them, I said, guys, listen, this story's never been told. Realtree showed your, your hunt, and it's a great hunt, but it just shows the kill. And those, and, and then I think Adrenaline Junkie showed it, um, and and all I'm saying, the story had never really been brought out. And what a story. Wait till you hear that story. I don't know if she went into full detail with you guys or not, but I actually went and shot that whole episode. And that's going to be episode two of The Virtue coming into this fall, her hunt with and story with Curly. And what all she endured, her and Josh and, and husband and wife and, uh, you know, just just, I think you guys are going to really enjoy what I shot behind the lens of the camera with these guys, with the interviews, uh, where they went to school, where they're from, basically the archery shop they own, and uh, and and the whole story about 
Curly. It's 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 really heart touching for me. Y'all, we shed some tears over that, just so you know. <laughs> and it's that's what I love about deer hunting. It can bring people together like that, and you can share those stories and memories. And there's so much more than just showing a video of a kill. And that's what I wanted to bring out. And uh, they're they're great people, and they're going to be doing. Like I say, they do some stuff with the virtue, and and they're incredible. They got a great relationship with Realtree, and um, just it's you know, and and Realtree gets so many hunts. I'm not saying that you know they they get so many hunts they can't tell stories. They they're just right. showing big bucks, monster bucks. That's and you know we were blessed this year, uh, Clint and I to have a couple kills. Um, our Montana hunts that we had last fall made made monster bucks 25 so yep you know mm-hmm. in the last three or four years i've been a part of that and it's been fantastic they're a great bunch of people and and philip one but, thing i love about monster bucks videos and uh i love seeing the story especially you know like how you're saying it's, it's great to see the backstory and the hunt and all that but um and i know realtor gets all these hunts like you're saying and they they basically just show the kills uh but one thing i say is an advantage to the, the monster book dvds are just a classic staple and hunting videos in, in our industry. But one thing that Absolutely. I always recommend is like, I want to sit down with my wife, Beck, we're going to watch monster bucks and this will get you familiar with deer body language and then body yep. language after the shot, because it's kill after kill after kill. And that can really educate a lot of new hunters. And it's also a good refresher going into the season on how mm-hmm. animals act after they've been hit in a certain way or a certain spot and uh, kind of what yeah. you can pull from that sort of experience, you know? You bet, and and absolutely. I mean, uh, twenty five years they've been doing it. I hope they don't cut the DVDs out. You know, I mean, I I know DVDs aren't as popular, but I still got a DVD player, and I'll tell you, I love it because I can start and stop it when I want to. It's kind of like web TV. You know, you can you can watch it anywhere, any place. You know, when you have that free moment. So it uh yeah I, I hope they don't cut it out you know that's just a big thing for me is getting those dvds yeah i collect i almost have every single one of them so i, I absolutely love it i hope they never stop i would say uh, for scoring deer too i grew up scoring deer off monster bucks uh-huh. that helped me get through <laughs> well they don't deer put the score on there anymore on no? the newer ones they do anymore no in the olden it, days if you want to see some giant sad daddies, Monster Bucks is where it's at because they got them, <laughs> and there's some good hunters that that are on there. And and I I know exactly why they have to do what they do. They can't. They don't have time to go into stories. They got so many, you know, so many people with big deer, and that's what. Uh, hey, I like to watch it too, but I also like to see the other side when you have a really good story on a on a deer. And you can tell it like it should be told with, you know, with you've got video support and also photo support of what you're talking about. And, and that's, you know, tra- I mean, whether it be trail cameras or just actual. And this, this, this year I've got so much video footage. I finally was able to get out and get a lot of velvet footage for a change. And most of the time it's like I never have time to go do it, but I made time this year to go to several states and take the time and get get some really cool video footage and so i'm i'm excited i I just feel like you know to me you got to be mentally and physically prepared uh now the physical part with my shoulder may not be there but i think the mental part is just being out there and surrounding yourself with deer the more you get 
out there. The more you see them, the more confidence you have. And that's what I love about bow hunting. It's a close sport. So you get those deer up close and next to you, and it teaches you how to be still, how to be quiet. You get to watch their body language, and you learn so much from that. Right, mm-hmm. right. It, Steve, go ahead. No, I just, I, you know, I, I was thinking about, um, I'm trying to remember what uh, what hunt it was, but uh, they were, you know, it just, you know, there's just like little things that you pick up. You know, you were talking about decoy hunting um, earlier, and um, one of the one of these guys was using a Dave Smith, and you know, just the difference you see when you know when a buck's kind of creep into a field edge, and then just how he ends up, you know, doing that sideways walk, puffing up, you know, licking his nose and stuff, just that kind of yeah, real subtle stuff that you'll see. Just and that's like you know what's good with Kurt is. You know, these, these monster bucks, you get to see these quick little clips. Hey, look, here's how they're going to look before, but, you know, there is something really special about... That's why I'm like a music junkie, you know. I, I love collecting vinyl and stuff, and I love reading liner notes and things like that because I think there's a, a certain thing, and you guys do a very, very good job with The Virtue and um, Larry's show, Respect the Game. They do a, a real good job now of just kind of giving you a little bit um, more of the story, you know, just painting the picture and just the little extra things. I I, I really enjoy, man. I just kind of wanted well, wanted to throw that out there. Shine them up a bit. Shine them up a little bit. They give you a little shine spot. Yeah, and and I appreciate it, guys. You know, it's just like working with the Spectre game. Those guys are. I mean, Tog. They're obviously my title basically sponsored partner, but they all the people there are so awesome and. You know, we all hunt, and all the products they make are made in the USA, you know, and that just says, and and as I've gotten older, I've said, I'm not going to, you're not going to get rich in this industry anyway, but I'm not going to take a sponsor partner just because he wants to pay me more money to promote his product and, and maybe promote a product that I don't believe in. If I don't believe in the product, I'm not going to be using it. I, 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 I'm I just feel that I've got to have honesty in what I'm promoting to the public out there. And, uh, you know, I was a TV salesman, uh, basically an electronic salesman, I guess, or sales manager for several years. And so I learned, you know, a long time ago that I wasn't going to sell something just because it looked good or this and that. I had to believe in the product. Mm -hmm. And so I've carried that on. Uh, now with the virtue and I can just tell you right now every product that we have I am so honored and happy to be carrying and utilizing in the field because it's a product that I truly believe in it says a lot about who you are (laughs) you know I I could not imagine you trying to sell TVs back in the day you know someone comes in hey you're going to want this old sad daddy she's actually got color (laughs) 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 believe it or not I used to have Back at my desk in in my office, there I had uh, I had all kinds of pictures of big old sand daddies and stuff. Of course, you know as I got into the hunting industry more, I mean obviously shot a lot more big deer, and I've been boys, I've been beyond really blessed because I don't own a big chunk of property. I that's why I love to go do my own scouting and hanging stands, and I work with with great outfitters that allow me to do that and be a part of that because. You know, I'm not asking for the best places and stuff. I, I want to run my own trail cameras and 
take the inventory and, and try to take a little bit of the load off their back so they can concentrate more on, on their clients. And that's really the gist of the way it's went. Don't get me wrong. Hey, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for other people. And you never forget where you came from. Right. Because you, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. You always have somebody that's, that's a part of that that's, that's helped you in that hunt. You still have to make the shot. You still have to do everything right. We know that. But at the same time, you know, guys that can't afford or don't have the time, I should say, that that they can put into a lot of places or they don't have places to hunt. So that's where a good outfitter really comes in. And there's some good ones out there. And that's why I've developed such great relationships across the country. And and I still hunt with a lot of people that, that aren't outfitters. It's just good friends. And we go do it and share a share hunt camp. But that's part of that for me is to share that hunt camp and share those stories and, you know, and, and give them a big old huge congrats and a big hug when they shoot a big old giant buck. But as you all know, too, I love working with kids and special needs people. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a huge part of me as well because I get more out of that than they do i'm sure that you know what i'm saying i just i love working mm-hmm. with somebody that has a less opportunity than i do that's yeah. awesome man i you know I, I was really hoping uh and i hope there there still is a plan um the uh the cat last uh last year with uh stefan um i'm drawing a blank on his name um the guy that clint hunted with um i'm trying to remember that uh oh, yeah nick nick yeah yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Um, I, I hope yeah, more. Man. See, the way all that went down, basically, see, I had a tag in Kansas. Clint had a tag, but his tag wasn't good in my unit. And uh, I spent time videoing Clint in, in Kansas up there. He was hunting with John Wetstein. And, man, we it was unbelievable, the bucks we got on camera. They're unreal. We just didn't find that one that he was wanting to shoot. And uh, so we went down to my spot, and uh, Nick, I was supposed to originally film Nick uh, when I got there, but uh, there was another buddy of mine there, Tim Gautier, who uh, who actually uh, has the Enforcer by Scentlock, um, which is a new sponsor partner that's coming on, and I really, I, I used that a little bit last fall, and let me, towards the end of the season, and, and I, I tell you, I truly believe in it. But anyway, getting back to Nick, um, it was cool to set Clint up with that hunt. I self-videoed myself, and uh, we we felt like we could tell a better story, and it would give us more opportunity to to get a get a, a kill for the hunt. I mean, you know, the actual hunt itself. Mm-hmm. So I went and videoed myself, and uh, and I asked, you know, Clint. Clint was all about it. He said, "Let me let me go with Nick and." And they were about the same age and stuff. And, of course, Nick and I hit it off. I mean, anybody like that, you know, we hit it off. And, and I'll tell you another story after that. But, you know, Clint, I'm going to tell you something. That touched Clint. That that changed that boy a bunch. And I was so proud and happy how he carried himself and what he got out of that hunt. And, and, and Nick, you know, I mean, here's a boy with Down syndrome. But he is so full of life. I, I mean, he here here talk about inspiration. Here's a guy I never seen one time ever negative raise his voice. He was always positive with a smile on his face, 
And then when he shot that deer, dude, I tell you what, they they called and texted me, and I was in the tree stand, and I just had a great encounter with a buck. I actually passed and let him walk into the decoy, but that that but it just I can't tell you what it done for the whole morale of camp. Everybody in camp was just so excited for Nick, and it just changed everybody. It was like, you know, that's great. If I kill a buck, that's just going to be a bonus. But Nick got his buck, and it was everybody was just behind him 110%, and Clint just laid it down, man. I mean, that was just awesome. I, I tell you, uh, it, it's it's, and he's supposed to. Uh, I don't think he's going to get to come back out this fall. I was going to try to. To, to video him uh, this fall again, but I don't think he was going to uh, get to come out. But we'll we'll get him back in there. Nick is quite the guy, buddy. <laughs> it's cool, hey, man. You guys was, are awesome. He was with me two or three times. His dad came back out. This is another story that wasn't actually on video. We had a little a little bit of footage of it, but Nick's dad, I gave him my blind that that was set up there. Um, and I was seeing lots of bucks in it. It was a ground blind. It was late season. And Nick's dad came back out to fill his tag. And he, he shot a big old fat daddy out of my blind. So it just, you know, it just tickled me to death that both of them got, his dad and him both got to shoot good bucks out there. And and, and what a great hunt camp that was. Everybody there, the Gauthier family and, and all the Michigan boys that was involved there, and boys, they hunt down there every year. And we just got to know each other and we're like family i mean that uh, triple h outfitters there in kansas i'm just going to tell you right now it don't get no better and that's why they have all that repeat business every year we're like family i mean yeah, honest to goodness we really are um that's i got the video donovan's daughter's wedding this this year uh brandon doherty went with me and we videoed brand uh, uh donovan's daughter and uh and it turned out awesome and clint edited and produced it you know so i mean he so we all had our hand in that but that's the kind of people that we that i, I don't know that's the kind of people i like to be around i'll just tell you they just they're like family and they do anything for me and i do anything for them that's what's and, awesome uh, that, philip man you guys are just seem like the most genuine people and your emotions are all real and you guys show that on your show and that's just i think people appreciate that and I do especially because I take hunting very personally, and uh, hunting is probably the only thing that will make me cry without something real, real bad happening. And You know what I mean? Liar. That makes sense. Yeah, and, we uh, haven't we haven't wrestled in a while, so that's why you don't have to cry. <laughs> I haven't choked but you out. It is, though, man. Like, seeing people, it's just the friendships you make and the uh, experiences you have. and The real emotion it, it on just, the shows. It brings people together, man, and it uh, it creates families, and it's a beautiful thing, and it's it, – you know, it makes you mad. The anti hunters will never understand it. It's not just about killing things. It's it's a lot deeper and it's a lot more important it's about in life than them. that. It's about well, killing the, them and the, eating them. That's it. No, no. The kill, the kill is a bonus. It you is. Know, the kill is honestly a bonus. It's 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 everything that's evolved around the hunt and creating a bond. You know, just creating a lifelong friendship. You know, it's there's so much more to it, and and it's you know I think we all. You know, when you're younger, you know, you, you want to, you know, obviously, you know, kill, 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 I guess. Uh, but at the same time, like y'all talked about, I love being able to tell a story because I like to try to reach people's emotions. And it's like, it's not sad. It's something that it's a joyous over, 
overwhelming feeling that you feel inside. It touches yep. your soul. It really I mean, does. I have to say it. And that's what I, I, I try to get across. Uh, I think we're going to do a little more storyline even this fall going in because some of my pro staff have great places to hunt and they, they have a history with a particular deer and things like that. And that is so incredible to be able to do. And then when you put, you know, obviously you put photos and video content and you can build that story where you have that supporting footage. It just makes for a greater, uh, to me, you know, I, I mean, we've gotten, so i don't know about kill 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 so much i i just want to go back a little bit kind of in where it all started i mean if you think about some of the you know the hunter specialties and the primos you know guys i mean look going back they were telling the story it may not have been the greatest footage in the world but they always had good storylines mm -hmm. to kind of go with it and that's that's kind of what i you know that's the what I that's always been my strength is telling the story. Right. I I'm I'm not the great I'm not near the hunter as some other guys are. I've never claimed to be the greatest hunter or the greatest cameraman. I want to be the best that I can be for myself. It's a personal it's a personal thing for me, but I doubt that you're going to find very more many people that take it as serious as I do and but I take it in a way that I make it fun and entertaining if i can there's three things that i've always said that makes up a great hunt if you have entertainment and you're informing and educating and one may be stronger than the other within the hunt but if you've got those three main ingredients and you're you're putting it all together it just makes for a better hunt mm -hmm. and it, it's just you know you just don't go you want to Somebody wants to know why you hung that stand there. And I'm going to do more of that this fall. I'm going to say I'm going to go back and basically show everybody that virtue moment. I'm going to go back and stand where the animal was and show them where we were in the tree stand or in the ground blind as adjacent to where the animal was. And then I'm going to explain why I hung here or why I put a blind here or why was I set up here in this spot. And hopefully somebody will pick up from that and you know i mean everybody has their own properties and they got to learn it and uh you know obviously there's no better way to learn it than just getting on it i mean we have all these maps and mm -hmm. stuff but and, and it does help it gives you a place to start but you still need to get in there and check things out a little bit i've always said 70 percent scouting 30 percent hunting yeah that's, yeah that's a good way that's to true. put it and you know that little stuff like that is gonna. I mean, your show is already different than a lot of shows. But that adds a little more to it. There's a lot more, especially newer hunters or even experienced hunters, need a little change of pace and even like a different perspective on certain um, tactics or a certain situation. Um, how things lay out, uh, however your property lays out, what you could be doing differently, or setting up a stand or a blind or whatever it may be. Um, so I think that's that's definitely awesome. But, Philip, one thing I wanted to kind of transition to in closing um, is basically, like, what do you think is the most important message that you hope to send to everyone who follows you this season? That follows this season? Yep. I think, for me personally, it's it's all about family, friends, and enjoying the hunt. Don't get caught up and be obsessed where you're not enjoying it uh, a lot of guys get on a big deer and and i and i'm guilt i have been guilty of that 
where you get yourself so obsessed to take time to step back and smell the roses and and don't forget your family and your friends and include and, and, and if you're if you're doing anything with anybody, remember it's all about team. There's no eyes in team. And that's what the virtue is all about. We are a team and we want to come across that and be happy for one another. And regardless of how we do it, you know, whether you know, everybody has a different opinion, whether you should hunt with a recurve, a crossbow, a compound. Um, obviously, I mean, me, take more time and let's think and be more about America and what we stand for and God we trust. And, and, and don't forget your roots and where you come from. Hey, we're just average people. I'm no better than anybody else. I've just, God give me a gift to bless me to, to pass on to others. And, and if you remember that and just don't let it all be about yourself, just keep your head up, work hard because I, you know, I want to say this. If you find a job that you love, you'll never have to work a day in your life. And that's where I feel like I have been. I've worked, I work at this hard, but it's not worked because I love it and I enjoy it. And I'm sitting here with a shoulder that's killing me right now absolutely killing me but i'm gonna tell you right now i'll get past it because that's what i do that's awesome man it, you're such a positive role model and you're one of our favorite guys in the whole hunting industry man we we absolutely love you oh, and, yeah. and it's been an honor to have you on the podcast a couple of times and kind of get to know you and the whole virtue crew between tj and, and clint and brandon it, it's it's been awesome man so i, I gotta say a, a big thank you well, thank you, and you know we've got a, a heck of a virtue crew. Uh, Josh Moore is another boy that's really stepped up. He's going to be helping a lot with our social media side of things. And I don't know if you guys know Josh; he's a great young talent. He's uh, worked in the hunting industry, working with a lot of the big companies. But he wants to be a part of the virtue, and I'm blessed to have him aboard along with a lot of the others. I mean, uh, I can go on and on. I've got about 20 pro staff. But they all are so awesome. Uh, I mean, I'm very thankful and blessed. And, and I just want to say a special thank you to all my sponsor partners that that work with the Virtue because without them, we wouldn't be able to do this. But, you know, you guys are awesome. If you ever need anything from me, I'm just a phone call away. You know that. I love what you all are doing. Just keep having fun with it. Just keep having fun with it, and uh, and hey, it's just gonna it's just gonna grow, grow, grow for everybody. That's awesome, man. Absolutely. We really appreciate it. And then for all the listeners, where can people find you, Philip? I'm sorry, what's that now? Where where can all the listeners find you? Follow you online, or okay, now of course you can you can follow the Virtue TV on you know we're on Facebook and Instagram, the Virtue TV. Um, and then, of course, Philip Vanderpool. I'm on there. I've got uh, I've got two pages. I got a personal page, and then I don't call it a fan page, but uh, open page. In other words, that an you can follow. An athlete page, yeah. <laughs> an athlete and, page. Uh, you know, um, and then obviously, you know, the virtue. And you can go to the virtue TV on the web and catch our episodes. They're free, and everything goes through carbon tv and those guys are absolutely awesome to work with they're fantastic uh we'll be we'll be airing on them this fall just go to carbon tv they got a free app and you can follow the virtue through the seasons we've got over a hundred shows now loaded 
uh, on the Virtue TV there through Carbon TV. So awesome. just go to CarbonTV.com or the TV.com and you'll find us. <laughs> or the Virtue.TV, I'm sorry. Awesome, but, awesome. Uh, yeah. Well, thanks, Philip, so I much. I appreciate you guys. And, uh, hey, listen, be blessed. Have a safe fall. And remember to keep God first. If you if you do that, I'll just tell you right now, just give him thanks for it, and things will go a whole lot better and a whole lot smoother. You're talking to somebody that knows firsthand. Mm, awesome, man. Well, thank you so much. Philip, stay on the phone here real quick. Um, but, no, really, we look, we look up to you so much. Um, we, we feel so honored that you wanted to do another podcast with us. It's, it's a big deal having you in, and it was awesome podcasting with you at the Iowa Classic in person. That was kind of a surreal moment for all of us. We're we're super excited about that. Oh, and, yeah. Um, getting to know you just a little bit, and uh, I'm looking forward to the future, man. So uh, we appreciate the heck out of you. So thanks, everyone, for listening. We appreciate the heck out of you as well. Go shoot your bow. We love you. On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! Look at that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.